73rd episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division of baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the hair to my cut, Brandon Grove. You didn't get a cut, did you? No, this is me saying I need a cut. Oh, you need, I a, need cut. a cut. I need a cut, yeah. Going to another wedding here in like two weeks. And get enough. Dude. I know. Why? I know. This is every week. Well, it's the weekend of the, or the wedding of the bachelor, whose bachelor party I went to a couple weeks ago, who exposed me to COVID. And then yes. when I got sick, I thought I had COVID. Yes. And then we weren't able to record last week because you should I was stop, sick. You should not go to this wedding. This, this man interfered with our podcast. Well, we'll get to this later because it's one of our, it's one of our uh, topics, but... The hurricane in Florida might demolish their beachside wedding venue, in which case they oh, would no, no longer be able to have the wedding there. And I don't really know what happens if that It's happens. on the west coast of Florida? It's on the west coast of Florida, right on the beach. And I've already bought my plane ticket. So, oh. Mr. Hurricane. Wait, wait, when are you supposed to go down there? Uh, October 7th. Okay. So, so it's post a week from there. A week from but this if weekend. they, I understand. Yes. But if there's damage done, you know, if the building's leaking or whatever, wow. I don't know. I don't know anything. But uh, yeah, but I did, Brandon, triumphantly return from a bachelor party. Uh, it was a great time. I met a Phillies fan, Brandon. Met a Phillies fan. Wait, Shout out to PJ. Wait, different bachelor party than the one we talked about last time? No, this is the same one. This is the same one. Okay. Wait, did, I didn't talk about this. There, We haven't recorded an episode since is I returned. Is this the Vegas one? No, this is the uh, Pennsylvania. You were at two then. Or was that the wedding? Was Vegas? It was a wedding in Vegas. A oh, bachelor wait. party. What ten yes, days so you ago? Have not, we talked about it before the podcast. We were supposed to record last week, and then a COVID emergency struck, and we had to. We were. I wrote a rundown. We sat down to record. We were doing our little uh, catch up at the beginning of the the Google Meet call, and then I get a I get I get a COVID emergency that must be attended to. Uh, and we had to we had to cancel the record. We we're like, okay, maybe we'll record tomorrow. And then that's when my COVID symptoms, or I guess not COVID, I tested negative twice. Symptoms started kicking in, and I was I sounded like a horse and was exhausted and couldn't do anything fun. So, oh, Brandon, it's been a couple of weeks. I'll tell you what, it's been a couple of weeks. Being sick sucks. I, and it was like I had all of the symptoms of what I had of my COVID last time, which was mainly exhaustion with like some congestion and sore throat and just kind of, but just like feeling exhausted, like I'd been hit by a bus, and I had it for two full days. Um, and yeah, it just was not, not a great time, not a great time, but I'm alive. I'm here. I'm well. Welcome to the Dr. Drew podcast. Thank you. Yeah, we should start doing. We've talked. Uh, we've jokingly discussed having a Patreon. I don't think we have enough listeners to justify Patreon. But uh, if we did, we should do love advice episodes. That's what our. That's what our Patreon Very should good. be. Good as Doctor yeah. Drew, though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plagiarize. I'm gonna pretend to be Doctor Drew. You're gonna go in character as Doctor Drew. I'll go yes. in character as Doctor Ruth, and it'll be. Uh, it'll <laughs> oh, be a really very good. Time. I like this. Yeah. Wait, what is the Phillies fan? We we got side. Oh, just shout out to PJ. I was at the I was at the horse track. I. Stupidly have had an expired Florida ID for three months now. It expired on my 30th birthday. Um, Do you not have a currently active ID? I don't have a currently active ID, which is how the story starts. I uh, We go to a casino for the for the bachelor party. We're at the Mohegan Sun in Pennsylvania. I don't know. The Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre. It's, there's controversy on how to pronounce the name. Um, and I get denied for the casino because it's expired. And I'll tell you what, Brandon. Being able to say... Come on, I'm 30 sounds a lot better than come on, I'm 29. And I was able to say, come on, I'm 30. Um, please let me in. Uh, sober as a clam, watching all of my friends pile into the casino. I go to the horse track side. They're like, well, you can go like watch horse races. You don't need to be 21 to go watch horse races. You just need to be 21 to bet on them. So we go to the horse track. I go up to the bar. I give the woman my expired ID. Denied from the bar at the, at the racetrack. Go shuffle my little sad feet down. And I'm accompanied by a very good friend of mine, um, Old roommate, you know him, uh, uh, and he also had an expired Florida ID. So you're both just two idiots, two idiot peas in an idiot pod. Uh, and we walk down, hang out with the group, and I and, and a bunch of the guys start heading to the casino. But a few of them, there's 36 guys on this bachelor party, by the way, just an unbelievable amount. A school bus full of bachelors, uh, bachelor party attendees. And I start talking to somebody, and then I find out he's a Phillies fan. And I plug our podcast. I watch him follow and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it was he was nice. using we get to talking uh big phillies guy I told him to tune in so pj this is your shout out enjoy it <laughs> i hope i hope you enjoy this and show. we're sorry we're sorry pj and we're sorry pj but it, it worked out a couple of the guys were really nice they went and got me uh horse cards and then it turns out there's like an outdoor betting thing that so i could bet some stuff on the horses as long as somebody else cashed the ticket in for me um and a couple people sn snuck us like two miller lights and then we took a took a uh, shuttle back to the hotel 
Do you think that that in New York City uh, there's more people with expired IDs than any other city in the country? That's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I don't know, and I don't know how we find those statistics. I I just never get ID'd anymore. You know, like I especially since the mustache. Just yes. don't really get ID'd because uh, I just don't look 21, and that's like the you know the deciding factor. Right. So, and I've showed my IDs. I went to Vegas with this ID, dude. I went to Vegas with this ID and Whoa. had no issues. Yeah. Were you concerned going to Vegas, or you forgot that it expired? Forgot that it expired. Didn't really think about it. Haven't really run into any issues. I'll tell you what, though, if this wedding still happens, your boy's bringing his passport. He's not playing games anymore. You cannot. You must bring the passport. I mean, you're gonna feel weird. I think bringing it to the bar, they're gonna be like, "Who is this?" Who is this European man? With the who US, is this U.S. citizen? Who that's a European man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was good. What else? Uh, you know, the COVID scare. Uh, I feel like something happened this last weekend that I wanted to talk about, but I can't think. Oh, I got a friend of ours that's going to every Yankee game that she can afford to try to see judges uh, 61st oh, homer, which great. is kind of cool. Um, yeah, what's up with you, man? What's up with you? Enough of my monologuing. What is up? You know, I, uh, I meant to talk about this last week, but... Uh... As you said, the aforementioned almost COVID for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did go to one of our favorite bars when when you lived in Los Angeles. Oh, I went to the Snug. So. Uh, the highly snug. recommend if you're a Los Angeles listener or, or someone who frequents the City of Angels, in the words of Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But uh, but the Snug is a dive bar in Burbank that you found because it's a Dolphins bar, right? It's a Dolphins bar, and it was like... Four blocks away from my apartment, which in Los Angeles, finding a good bar four blocks away from your apartment is truly like finding gold. Yes. Also, real fast, love that you attributed the phrase City of Angels to Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> That's, That's uh, what I think of. You know, I think about City, City of Angels. Angels. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great, it's a good reference. It's a good yeah. reference. But yeah, uh, the snug rules. You went back. How was it? I went back. They did, you know, they did a little remodeling, I feel like. But the one thing, do you remember the snug was very dark? The lights yes. were dark. All the lights on for some reason. Oh, and I don't, don't know what like happened. I don't know if there was a tripping hazard, a tripping oh. incident that happened. All the lights on, but it was as divey as ever. Yeah. Cheap as heck. I had a cheap heck, cheap as heck Guinness. Oh, um, I love that. There was some weird older dude with a uh-huh. motorcycle hanging out there. Oh, up my alley, baby. It now was, you're speaking uh, my language. It was a hoot and a half, but it's not the same without you, of course. Oh, come on. I told you. It's so funny. This got, up, brought, brought, got brought up organically. Before we started recording, because I told you that now that I'm trying to get you into football a little bit more, that it's a Dolphins bar. So Dolphins play on Thursday night this week that you should go there. You're out of town, unfortunately, yep. but also you great, great opportunity to talk about it. I have a question. I don't know if you remember this, but I had my going away L.A. like yes. party thing there. And Oscar brought me a balloon or a good friend. Oh, Oscar the balloon, brought me a balloon and you destroyed the fan. And right? I and I in my favorite bar that I went to maybe once a week when I was in Burbank. I accidentally let go and it got taken up to a fan and the fan immediately broke. And, uh, the, you know, the bartender was like, whatever, we'll fix it later. But very clearly annoyed and upset with me. Was the balloon still there? The, I, my, my, mea culpa. I didn't check. You know? oh, I didn't Randy. check, but, um, uh, I do have to say there was there was a headless man there. So I have to there think a, the, the, the <laughs> okay. fan did fall at some point and decapitate <laughs> the bar back. I'm glad the barback decided to continue to stay employed yes. instead of cashing some sort of uh, work compensation check that should have been all- allocated to them. Um, what were you there for? Was there an occasion or did you just happen? No, happen I was I, I was with a friend and we went to a stand up show earlier in the night that was dreadful. God, and was we said we you. need we need a drink after this. I was like, I know this great <laughs> little place close by called the Snug. Um, God, and it was it was delightful. And they were also playing. Oh, they were also. Uh, we're playing a lot of Papa Roach. They're pl- for some reason, okay. if you remember, they have a jukebox there, and someone was pumping, pumping the, the quarters was it, or whatever. Was it, it was. touch tunes? Was it the touch tunes thing? I think it was touch tunes. Okay, yeah. okay. And That's they were fun. pumping the Papa Roach and Papa Roach adjacent music. The next time you come to New York City and I'm in town, because I uh, for new listeners to the show, Brandon yeah. came to the city not only uh, to just check it out and also perform at a at a comedy venue my girlfriend works at, but also during the Mets Marlin series that was in town. And I forget, I think I was probably at a wedding or a bachelor party, knowing my luck. You're at year. a wedding. I was at a wedding, yeah. So was not in town. Missed Brandon entirely. We were ships passing. No, I saw I, you a little bit. We, we saw each other for like day. an hour, hour yeah, and yeah. a half. Yeah, um, but. 
Otherwise, we were denied the opportunity to hang out. If you if you come again, and I think you will, yes, there's a great dive bar that's very reminiscent of this snug that I go to called uh, uh, Canal Bar. It's right by nice. the Gowanus Canal uh, over on the Gowanus Park Slope border mm-hmm. uh, on 3rd Ave. It's really great. It's very divey. They have $3 PBRs. There's always wow. – th- nobody's going to watch sports there. So if you go, you can always get whatever game you want on the big TV, uh, and it's great. Walking distance from a lot of good friends, you know, walking distance from a great subway stop. It's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a hit next time you come through. Consider me there, and I'm gonna pump that machine with some Papa Ranch. <laughs> I think it's a, one of those bars where the bartender chooses the music, so it's really, really? hit or miss sometimes. I went to uh, another uh, the Sackett. Uh, a couple of good friends of ours live on top of this bar, the Sackett, um, and we went there, and they were uh, the bartender was playing all like mid two thousands pop punk music, and it was just like somebody had curated it had curated a playlist of my childhood and played it at the at the bar we were at. It was very good, very good. Wow. I, I think uh, the snug was doing was doing that after Papa Roach, and they had a big memorial for you. That a nice <laughs> nice portrait they made. They're like, remember Sam? Remember when he used to come here? Did they think I die? Also, maybe the, maybe a reason why the lights were brighter, Brandon. I meant to say this joke earlier. Maybe the snug caught COVID. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's enough. Okay. okay, you like that? You're dismissed. Um, uh, anything else? You're not watching football. That's a goddamn shame. No, I'm watching fucking baseball, dude, and uh, and I'm not happy because we have <laughs> we're closing out the Samden series as we record. On a Tuesday evening, uh, and Mets are playing the goddamn Marlins, who they're 12, 12 and five against this year. And guess what? They're freaking losing. And all of a sudden, Brian Anderson and JJ Blade know how to hit. And I'm not. Is it happy four three still? It. It's four three. It's six to three. Whoa, Marlins offense! Uh, this has got to be like maybe the tenth time all season. That yeah, scored it's not six good, runs. dude. It's not. <laughs> it's annoying because the Braves are winning right now against oh, the Nationals. Oh no! Well, of course they're winning against the Nationals. Of course well, yeah, are. and of course the Mets should be winning against the fucking Marlins. Well, you saw the Marlins are doing a new promotional thing, uh, saying, "Hey, Mets fans, oh, we'll come get to there. our." Oh <laughs> man, that got that got my blood boiling today. That got my blood boiling today. Um, yeah, a real quick tangent: Dolphins only one of two left to be undefeated in the NFL. Number one atop a lot of power rankings today, Brandon, and I think this is. Truly, now now for those those new listeners, I, I follow the Magic, the Orlando Magic the Miami Dolphins and the Miami Marlins. I think since I've since 2003, I guess, this is the first time and even back then the Marlins were at the were at the power ranking topper that the, that I follow a team that is number 1 in the power rankings. So, wow. Shouts out to that. Also, I realize uh Buffalo Bills fans, did you how much did you follow this this game? I was you paying, I saw, you I, paying saw, attention? I saw the game. I know what was going on, yeah. You saw the Bills players like falling to the floor because of how hot it was. They were too, they were too exhausted. I heard by the that heat. they were complaining about the heat and they're bitching about the heat. Like they haven't been playing in Miami since like 1966. What are we doing here? It's not your first time. You didn't just find out Florida's hot. The dolphins have set up their stadium in a way though. I don't know if, if you heard this on the broadcast where the dolphins bench is in the shade from every nice. second of the game. And the bills bench is like subjected to the, the hot Florida sun for every second of the game, which is just, that's strategic, baby. That's a home field advantage. Yeah, home field advantage. Yeah. Well, congratulations to your to your fins. I know you were excited, and I know it's a little palate cleanser after the the futility of the Marlins and Magic. Oof. Oh yeah, dude. I think I'm still a little hype on the Magic. It was NBA Media Day, the first the sign that the season is starting to begin uh, a couple days ago. So that was fun yesterday, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Should we get to some baseball? I think we should get to baseball because I'm still angry. Keep this anger going, Brandon, because we have a lot of things to talk about. We got this huge Mets Braves series coming up. Could decide the division. Brandon, the Phillies are one and a half game uh, ahead in the wild card, but who knows how that'll keep going. Potential playoff matches uh, in our division. Marlins can Donnie or Donnie cans the Marlins. Depends how you look at it. We'll take a look and we'll talk about that. Then we have our usual segments, our Feast or Famine to Grama to Week. Feast fan questions and upcoming schedule. But Brandon, you know how this goes. Before we get to any of that, we got some ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. That's spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All he asks that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back, Brandon. 
And so is this hell of a competition in the division that we support. The NL East is going to have an insane battle for the first place. We got New York Mets versus Atlanta Braves, Brandon, and they have a series coming up. Now, you, of course, uh, are a big Mets fan. Me, of course, not a big Braves fan, but I love competition, Brandon. I love competition, and I'm wondering how you're feeling about this series. Going into it, do you feel like you have the momentum? Are you worried that the Braves have the momentum coming off this series against the Nationals? How are you feeling? Where's your head at? We're losing to the goddamn Marlins right now. (laughs) Obviously, the night is young, but it's like, no, I'm not. I I don't know. I mean, the Mets, the, the Mets keep... They keep losing to these kind of crapola teams, you know. I mean, hey, they... wait a second. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> be real, like the app. Okay. Wow, it's time to be real, Brandon. It's time to be real. Uh, I'm I'm concerned a little bit because it seems like when the Braves play the crapola teams, they trounce them. When the Mets play them recently, not the full mm-hmm. season, recently. Obviously, they won the series against the A's. They swept the Pirates. So this is not, you know, this is not science. I'm speaking from emotion here, but it's like. You can't in September. You cannot be getting swept by the by the Cubbies and losing series to the Nationals, and then losing an important game one to the Marlins. Obviously, like I said, the, the game is young. The Mets can still come back, um, but yeah. So I'm concerned, and they're also playing uh, Hurricane. Barring any hurricane changes, yes. they're playing in Atlanta, which Atlanta is. I mean, the, the fans get riled up there. They have fans. Like, they're going to be there. They're going to be juiced. They're going to be doing the, the questionable chop. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, I'm concerned straight up because I think you got to win this division because I think it's a easier path to the World Series that way. Um, so, yeah, I'm concerned. I mean, the pitching matchups, arguably, maybe the Mets have, have the upper hand. Freed versus Bassett game one. Uh, Kyle Wright versus DeGrom. Uh, Charlie Morton versus, I wrote Max Freed. That's incorrect. Versus Scherzer is what I meant to say. That's <laughs> Max Freed, pitching for both teams. He's getting What's traded in game here? two. Uh, Morton versus Max Scherzer in game three. Yeah, I mean, you like, I think, what do you think as a as an unbiased? First off, what do you mean you think you have the pitching matchup? With the exception of the first game, you have two of the best pitchers in baseball going up against not Max Freed on the Braves. Now, the Braves starting pitching, obviously, is a little more deep than other teams. It is a, of a higher quality than most teams. But to assume that DeGrom and Scherzer going up against anybody is at a disadvantage unless that person is Sandy Alcantara. I don't know, man. I don't know how you're feeling. You should be very confident. I, that's kind of how I am. And I've I've beaten this drum throughout the entire year that Mets fans, specifically my, my, my good friend Brandon here, this Mets fan I know, gets a little pessimistic, a little worried. Sometimes things start to, to go sour and they, they jump ship a little too early. Hold out hope. I think on paper you're a better team. I think these matchups are going to be in your favor. I get it that it's an away series. That's not ideal. Um, and that does matter in baseball. Just let's sit on our hands a little bit. Let's take our time. Let's 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 be chill. You're gonna beat the Marlins, or at least take the series. Let's be honest here. You got one more game tomorrow. You already beat us, right? You beat us yesterday. No, no, it's two game series. It's a two game series. I just wouldn't be too worried about it. That's all I'm saying. And and I get that uh, that this Braves team is getting a little hot right now. There's a shutout that just happened recently with a rookie pitcher we'll get to. Spencer Strider's out here breaking K records. You know, you got Matt Olson coming alive. Marcelo Zuna started to play a little bit better. Um, and they're going to the White House, Brandon. Now, that's good luck right there. Come on. Um I, uh, I I think that you should chill out a little bit. It's kind of what I And also, like, winning the division is obviously an advantage. You guys have already clinched playoff berth. The Braves have already clinched the playoffs. Like, the Marlins might want to play the spoilers against the Braves. Like, the, the, the you know what I mean? There's plenty of opportunity sure. for the Braves to fall off, for the Mets to continue going. Uh, and in the end, you're going to the playoffs. And with baseball, that's all that matters. Get in. And you got the starting pitching matchups like, there's a lot of reasons to so, be optimistic. So it's your prediction. Obviously, we'll see. We're recording, like I said, Tuesday night. So we'll see what uh, the rest of today's games are and what happens tomorrow. But is your prediction that the Mets win the series in Atlanta? Is that what you're thinking? You're going to win one game. Now, is that enough to keep it on top so of the division? you think they lose the series? I don't know. I don't know. I know that you... No, okay, no. Yes, I'm going to predict they win the series. You got DeGrom and Scherzer okay. going. I think you're going to win the series. Okay. Uh, I prediction? like to hear it. I think the Mets are going to lose the series. I really do. <laughs> is this? I really do. I, I, this... I think they're going to lose the series, and I hope I'm just you know setting myself setting myself up for more excitement because I'm going with low expectations. But I really do because I I think there is yes, Degrom and Scherzer are 100, percent but I uh, I think 
the Braves have a better chance of of roughing up roughing up one of Scherzer or DeGrom than I think the Mets have because I think the Mets can easily snap into a slump mm-hmm. or offensively which as we've seen a few times over the last month where it's like I think the Braves top to bottom they can hurt you Mets can yeah. too aside from James McCann Mets can too but I just really I don't know I think this Braves offense is just like absolutely lethal and and if there's one mistake, it might be enough to like tip the series in the Braves' favor. So I, th- I, and that doesn't mean I don't think the Mets are going to win the division because they still can. Um, but I, my prediction today is that the Braves are going to win the series. I don't know. I don't know where they're going to be standings wise after that. But so, uh, so you, you're going to hit Morton. That's the thing is you're going to hit Morton. I, w- I get being a little afraid of Kyle Wright. Definitely be afraid of Max Fried. He's one of the best pitchers in the division and one of the best pitchers in baseball. So wh- where which game are you predicting goes wrong here? Are you thinking DeGrom's going to get hit? Scherzer just is the was the what his 400th career win and also the game that cemented your playoff appearance. Like he's looked great. What what, what yeah. game here? Who who are well, you worried about? DeGrom, I'm like I he's obviously the best pitcher in the world. He had a big blip in Oakland. I don't know if you caught this the past weekend. He get my man Mets were winning three nothing. My man gave up four runs in the first. Was knocked out of the game after I think three innings. Uh, no, I was too busy sweating this Dolphins Bills game. Yes, so yes. I don't know. I yeah, might yeah, have missed yeah. that. Um, but but yes. Yeah. So I obviously I don't think Degrom's going to continue a streak of poor starts. Yeah, at yeah. All. But my man's been giving up a decent amount of home runs, and the Braves are a home run hitting team. So I'm just a little anxious and a little worried over that you think Matt Olson's going to keep his uh his hot streak going you think he's going to take the ground yard because he's been kind of cold rec- like in the last he, few months but this last week he started to turn it around yeah, he had, he had three a bomb RBIs, yesterday I think yeah had a two-run bomb yesterday sack fly yesterday I don't know anything can happen Michael Harris is continuing to stay hot but who knows I mean also the pitching matchups it's like yes on paper you can predict so many things but it's like the one that favors the Braves freed bass. That's like, well, the Mets could easily win that one. You just don't know, you know, you just don't know. Um, But my gut is just telling me, maybe it's my pessimistic scarred Mets brain. (laughs) My gut is telling me that, uh, that I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they come out, come out this series as, as winners. I think they win one, which is also good because that would mean the Mets won the season series, which Mm -hmm. means if they tie, then they won the division automatically. So they end the season in a tie. Uh, they win the division, but I don't know. I don't you're, know. You're we'll pessimistic. See. We'll find out next week, Brandon. Tune in next week to the show. Right. It could be recorded on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Friday. No, just kidding. We're trying to do Wednesday releases from here on out now that football has started. But I think I'm going to put it down all on the line. I think the bets win the series. You're going to put it down on the line. You think the Braves win the you're series? Bet money. I was just about to say, what should we do? There should be maybe a little a punishment next week for the loser. Oh, punishments. Ah, what maybe like a Well, you, half, I guess you have to wear a Mets shirt. I have a Mets out. shirt. I have a Mets shirt. Okay. Should I, I wear it? where should I wear it? What do you mean out and about? Should I take a picture in a big New York uh in uh, Times Square? Please don't make me go to Times Square. <laughs> take a picture in a fucking Mets shirt. You got to go to the M&M store, my man. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The let's say, well then you're going to the Griffith Observatory or you're going to the fucking Venice Beach. That's where you're going. You're going to Santa no, Monica Theater. No, don't make me. Yeah, you have an hour car ride all the way out west. <laughs> yeah, that's worse, dude. Yeah. Um what should we do? We'll we'll come back. We'll we'll post we'll about come this back. on Twitter. I like this idea. Do you have a Mar- you have a Marlin shirt you can wear? You do. You have do a jersey, I? right? I thought you had a Marlon shirt. Oh, my dad has one. Yeah. And look where you are right now. I I think you could be able to grab a shirt. Okay. 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 So we'll do that. And I have my Mets Seinfeld shirt I got on Seinfeld night last year. Oh, I have one of those too. I know you do. I grabbed two. Don't you remember that story? I think I talked about this on the podcast. I walked in and then I turned back around and acted like I had just come through the entrance to my right. Was it just for me? Yeah, it was for you. Come on. Oh, you risked your life gift. for me. A little buddy gift. I risked getting kicked out of City Field, I guess. They probably <laughs> would have just said, no, you already have one, and that was that. Yeah. But, and also, I got false confidence. My my good, fr- my good friend and coworker, um, I shouldn't be. I'm bleeping that. Hold on. I'm <laughs> saying his full fucking name on this dumb show. Um, I uh, he, he did it first because he wanted to get one for a family member. And then I... Uh, I um, I did it afterwards, and so nice. he gave me the confidence to do it. Oh my god, I'm as I'm as important to you as your friend, who we will not say. No, his name, uh, 
his family member is to him. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, speaking of nice gifts, Brandon, I tweeted this out the other day, but good friend of the show and good friend in general, Alex, uh, almost said their last name, trying not to dox people right now, uh, better known as Spazzy on Twitter and my Discord chat, sent me, he told me he was giving me just the... Um, just the Jazz Chisholm bobblehead, which already is an incredibly generous thing. Those those are going for like fifty bucks on eBay, more more so right after the game. But he brought me the Trevor Rogers bobblehead and two Dolphins beers, two Dolphins themed beers. Oh, nice! Beers. Fish piss um, round two. Fish piss round two. And for those those uh, who may not remember, this is not the first time Spazzy has sent me something. Last year he sent me the Miguel Rojas. Uh, Miguel Rojas bobblehead and the six pack of Marlins lager that I drank on the on the first annual power hour, the first mm-hmm. annual NL feast power hour. So I told him I was going to save these two Dolphins beers and I'll drink them uh, when the Dolphins play the playoff, their first playoff game. Nice. It's going to happen. 538 Absolutely. has them as like an over 85 percent chance to make the playoffs. Going to happen. Four or five on the chance of making the winning the Super Bowl. So, you know, these will be celebratory beers. These will be celebratory beers. I'm Brandon, excited to hear the review. I'm excited to talk about them, but Brandon, I'm also excited to talk about the potential playoff matches that we have going on here. Now, Brandon, we got a little graphic here. This is as of um, 7.45 a.m. Monday, 7.45 a.m. Monday, so it's a little dated, but let's take a look at the potential playoff matches because three NL East teams are in them right now. So let's maybe make some predictions if this were just, if this were how it was going to go immediately. Let's. Uh, I feel very good about both of these teams in the first round. So the first round, we got the Philadelphia Phillies going up with the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, Cardinals, one of the hotter teams the last couple months in baseball, really made a run for that wild card spot and then eventually division. Um, very impressive stuff coming out of St. Louis. They're scary. Um, they have great bullpen, great outfield. You know, they're covering all the tracks. They got Tommy Edmond over there. Paul Goldschmidt, obviously one of the hottest hitters in the NL this entire year. Nolan Arenado, him and Matt Chapman, the two best defensive third basemen in the, in the, in the entire league. Where's your head at? What do you think? Phillies versus Cardinals. Who wins? Well, obviously things can change for the, for the seed that the Cardinals play. It looks like the Cardinals are cemented, I think in the, in that third seed. Um, see, the thing is with the Phillies, our own division here, the thing is with the Phillies, they have the pitching to do very well in a wild card series. In a three-game yes. series, pro- I I think you prefer the Phillies starting pitching over the Cardinals in a wild card series. I think that's that's probably true. Now, you who, would- who do you got? You got uh, Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery, and Wainwright. Would those be the three? Am I forgetting yeah. someone? No, I think I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, I I'm a little worried about Wainwright. I mean, a man that he's he's obviously still has an incredible uh, curveball out there, but it, you know the slow stuff against these power hitting Phillies. Like you got to wonder if they're just going to be able to turn on him, take him yard yeah. immediately. Um, they got Jose Quintana too, Brandon. Yes, Jose Quintana, that's right, Quintana with a three oh three ERA on the yeah. year, one hundred and thirty strikeouts. Um, yeah, I guess those are it. I, I think you go. I mean, I think you go you Phillies like if really, you're going to start. I think pitchers. you go Phillies because also yeah. they, it takes one of Harper or Schwarber to have a Daniel Murphy, Randy Rosarena type playoff yes. to yeah. carry that freaking team. A hundred percent. They could be the Jorge Soler of this Phillies. And then, yes, Jorge yeah. Soler. Yeah. I, I, I think you go Phillies against the Cardinals, and Cardinals, Cardinals are a very well rounded team. Uh, probably top to bottom, like they don't have any big flaws. Not, not but, huge weaknesses on that team. But yeah. I think starting pitching, I think that tips in the favor in the Noller, N- Nola and Wheeler. Noller, that's them combined. Noller, yeah. Noller. Um, <laughs> and also Ranger Suarez, too, who's, who's pitch great. I yeah. assume he'd be the, the third there. Um, whenever whenever I see Ranger Suarez's name, I think of when uh, Peter Apple is on the show. Shout out to Peter Apple. And I said he had 20 wins that year. Yes. One of the dumber things I've ever said by accident on the podcast. I Miss, know. One of those things that keeps you up at night. You know what sure, I mean? You yeah. say Peter, something stupid. Yeah. Peter tweets about it almost every day. He goes, I can't believe this <laughs> idiot. <laughs> hey, this idiot who had me on his baseball podcast. You'll never believe what he's, he's... No, Peter's Peter's about. leaned into the gambling now. Peter's a gambling man. Look him he's up. Peter man. Apple. Just like he's you. Well, Peter's got success. I I, uh, I lose money. I lost <laughs> money last night, Brandon. I can't get out of my own way. But uh, yeah, I think, you, I think in that series... I'm I'm going Phillies because we talked about it all year. Yeah. Starting pitching is so important when it when it comes to uh when it comes to end of September and October. I think I'm going Phillies. Now the yes. other matchup that we have in the division so far, as of today, as of today, or yeah, as of yesterday, as of today, is, is Padres uh, at Atlanta. Now this Padres team has had a really gross last six weeks. I mean, 
you never thought this would happen. Um, but since Juan Soto made it to the team, they've kind of, and the, the whole Fernando Tatis steroids shit started to really pick up. Yeah. Uh, th- they kind of fell apart there for a while. Josh Hader, one of the worst closers in all of baseball there for a minute. Uh, I think he had a 12 ERA at one point. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, the, and the Padres have managed to scrap back into the wild card. I mean, this is one of the biggest disappointments of any team in all of baseball if they don't make it to the playoffs. I mean, the White Sox already achieved that, but like... Yeah. This Padres team is, is supposed to be uh, one of the uh, powerhouse, and they just haven't been playing that way. But who do you take? Padres at Braves. I mean, my man, like, between Josh Bell and Brandon Jury and Juan Soto since they've come over, they must be su- uh, subscribing to AAA because they are ass, ass, <laughs> ass, my man. They're triple ass. They have not been playing good. No, that's uh, sorry, good. No, I, I like that. We're keeping um, that in. Yeah, keep that, please. Uh, yeah, I don't... I. On paper, yeah, you're gonna like them. On paper, they're good. I want uh, they're gonna win. But no, I mean, I think they've showed who they are. And obviously, Juan Soto is gonna turn on. He's not gonna play how he's been playing. Brandon no. Jury, that might be who he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think you gotta go Braves or Mets if the Mets end up being the the four seed there. Even though the Padres kind of kicked the Mets butt this year, um, and you Darvish kind of own the Mets. I'm going Mets and or Braves there against the Padres. I, I think you're right. I completely agree. I mean, looking at the starting line or the the, the starting rotation for the the Padres, we got you Darvish, Mike Clevenger, Blake Snell, who's, you know, Blake Snell got shit on for like the last 18 months yeah. uh, on the Padres, and he's kind of had a couple sneaky good starts recently. Sure, yeah. Um, Joe Musgrove and Sean Manaya, Manaya, excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, the I I think you got to take the Braves there. The Braves have better starting pitching than that. Uh, and are pulling these rookies out of their ass that are competing on, on the major league level with absolutely zero issues. We'll get to one of them later. Um, I think you go Braves here. I think you go Braves, which, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but if you go back to the thing, and by the thing, I mean the postseason picture uh, presented by Scott's. I don't know if you saw that, but the tweet I pulled <laughs> is presented by Scott's. So we're at some lawn care company uh, sponsoring our show now, Brandon. So that's exciting. Um that leaves us with a Phillies, uh, Phillies at Mets series. Now, uh, selfishly, I would love to see this. I would love to go to a couple of these games in October. I'm out of town uh, for a wedding, like I said earlier. But if the hurricane and also we didn't say this, hope all of our Florida friends and family are safe yes, during this please. hurricane. Yes, please board up. Or I, I, I meant to ask you this at the top of the show. We'll do a quick little tangent here, and then we'll get back to this Phillies at Mets series. Uh, do you have a good hurricane story as somebody who uh, who also grew up in Florida? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Were you there for the 2004 I hurricanes? was there for Charlie, oh, and I was there for Wil- Wilma? Willa? Ivan? Wilma. No, Wilm- yeah. Wilma, du- yeah. It was a woman's name with a W, and Ivan. Yes. I don't... Uh, Ivan may have not impacted me as much. Was that more East Coast? That was one where my parents had finally been fed up with it, and we left town, and then it, like, last second avoided South Florida. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I did one when I was older, post-college. I was like, Michael, right? That's the one that I have a funny story for. Okay, what's your story? My story, we I was a dumb college kid. Miranda and I had just started dating. I was living with one of my uh one of my good friends, Chris, and, and a buddy of ours, Jacob, was in between spots and he was staying with us in our guest bedroom. Remember having guest bedrooms, living in Tallahassee, Florida, and able to have guest bedrooms now what's living it, in What's this Jacob's last name? You're gonna have to bleep this. Uh it's H. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Former Tallahassee comedy. Yeah, yeah, friend. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um he uh he was staying with us and we were not we did not take this thing seriously at all. We were like we've been we've all been through a combined like fifteen hurricanes. We can do this no problem. We go we buy a humongous Costco sized thing of cheese balls. We buy the biggest frozen pizza you've ever found. We buy a case of beer. We get uh we get some mo- like DVDs we pull out of our ass to watch in case the power goes out. Watch on some laptops or something. Um, Wait, have a little mini party, eat the pizza, drink the beer. We watched 40-Year-Old Virgin on the laptop. We're like, oh, this isn't that big of a deal, whatever. We're like sticking our head outside, looking at stuff, trying not to get my cat Winona to run out. Uh, no appearance from Winona on the podcast today. Maybe that'll change later. She's asleep right now. But um, wake up. The neighborhood's destroyed. <laughs> the, the Tallahassee neighborhood is destroyed. There are trees in the road. A, a humongous tree fell through someone's house. Did you guys have... Shutters in the window? No shutters in the window. Cars in the driveway. Just party like time. 
party just like I really thought we're 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 lifetime Floridians. We've never lived yeah. anywhere else. We've seen hurricanes a thousand times. We don't need to worry about this one. Uh, well, you should. We should have. We should have worried about that one. Um, and uh, thankfully, no damage to the house that we were staying in at the time, and no damage to anybody uh, physically that we that that we lived around. But yeah, just one of the more irresponsible moments of my life. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think my only story is for the Wilma one. I went to the East Coast uh, with uh, where my grandmother was living, and uh, that one was a lower level one to the one I previously experienced, which was okay. Charlie. But Charlie, yeah. nah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. I was on the West Coast for that one. Nothing happened. For Wilma, it was violent. <laughs> the shutters ripped off. I threw oh, up from no. fear. You threw up from how old I've were never you? Th- I was like, uh, let's think, let's think. I must have been like 12 or something. Okay, okay. Yeah, I threw up from fear, which I've never thrown up from fear before. <laughs> I've never thrown up from fear. I've had maybe like... apparently. A, a, you're a scared man. I get it. I'd be a scared I little guess. boy then too. That's scary. It ripped the shutters off. So that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. We survived. Did obviously. you say, so that just happened? <laughs> yeah, I did. I looked right at the camera. <laughs> you said, so I that, did a thing. Whoopsie. And I did that after I threw up too. I go, so that just happened. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted during the, that 2004 year, a hurricane came on and ripped our entire back porch screen off, just like demolished it, ripped it to shreds. And my dad got his little like low powered rider mower and attached some like rope to it and just started pulling the fucking porch off. Uh, Truly yeah. to non uh, Florida listeners, they must think we're ill. They yeah, think we're, we're, we're dumb. And, disturbed. Uh, and you know what, Brandon? I, like we said, we started this off. All the best luck to our hurricane afflicted friends and family. We're thinking of you. Brandon's going to donate. For every uh, $1 you donate, Brandon will donate $100 mm-hmm. to FEMA. So uh, just throw 10 and you'll bankrupt it real fast. No, no, no. That's $100 to the Trump Defense Fund, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Please. Uh, did you see, I don't know, this is baseball related, but I don't know if you saw on Twitter the other day, Brian Kemp. The Republican candidate for yes. governor in in, uh, in Georgia tweeted out, "The chop stays and the name stays." After the Braves went to the White House, do you <laughs> really see? Do you up. see what you're doing, uh, Marlins Nation? You gotta let the <laughs> Mets win, okay? Do you see what's happening here? You can't let this man. I went to his Twitter profile and it was it was just a nightmare. I immediately left. But um, Mets but, and but Philly right, series. What Mets you, and Philly series. What would you, if Mets. this happens? Mets. Come on. Yeah, Mets. I, th- I think Mets. Yeah, Mets have destroyed them during during the season. And I think unless a Schwarber or a Harper goes on a, a Solaire Murphy, a Rosarena type run, I think how the Mets this, how do they lose? Beats this one. They beat them pretty handily. Cause they've also handled Nolan Wheeler pretty well. Yeah. As well. And the starting pitching, I mean, we, uh, DeGrom and Scherzer, that's the best one too in baseball. Yeah. Um, well, actually then, no, Sandy Alcantara and Pablo Lopez is the best one too in baseball. But after that, then, you know, these bums named Scherzer. Yeah, Mets are making look uh, like Pablo's good again. Uh, make Pablo good again. The Mets are doing that tonight. Uh, the, uh, Dodgers versus Braves. That's a tough one. Oh, that's a on tough that. one. That's a t- I mean... Dodgers beat them... Or, uh, uh, Braves, Braves beat them last year. Let's say, for the sake of the fun argument, that the Braves do it again. Heartbreak in LA. Heartbreak in Los Angeles. And then we get a Mets-Braves series. Braves at Mets. That's that goes to game seven, hundred percent, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and this is the Mets. Mets lose, and the Braves go back to the World Series because, of course, the tortured fan base continues to get tortured. And Brian Kemp goes, it stays. And it goes, and the name stays. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, I, who are who? Okay, so serious question: in a playoff series, a regular playoff series, who do you feel like is is like the betting favorite over the Mets? What team? The Dodgers? Any, you're saying any of the national any teams. teams. Dodgers? Uh, Dodgers, and then we'll see how this next week goes, but I think yeah. the Braves probably. You think the Braves? You th- you, I, think I think it's think even odds. Is Mets. I think, and then no, you'll I think have... today. I think today the Mets have better odds. Today. Yes. I think you'll have home field advantage, and for that reason, you'll you'll have the betting odds in your favor. If they win the division, yeah. You're more, yeah. You have more faith than I do. Yeah, I guess that's true. But you're yeah. the you're the eternal pessimist when it comes to the New York Mets, aren't you? With good reason, my friend. So, is there anybody in the AL you think that would be favored over you? I know I'm putting you on the spot a little Houston bit. Houston Astros. This. Yeah, Astros was the first team that came to my mind. I think that's it, right? Yeah, Yankees. I, mean, I don't think. I mean, Yan- obviously, the Yankees are. They went on a seven game winning streak this last yeah. week. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, damn, real rough luck. The Rays of the Blue Jays are getting the Astros. It looks like. 
And uh, we have a lot of Rays fans in our I life, think the so. Astros, I'm, I'm going to make a blanket statement. I think Astros go to the World Series. Only surprise team I could think slips in is the Mariners. Yeah. Um, all right. So you think... Uh, so so my, And we'll probably do... I'm not going to make any finite answers because we'll cover this when the playoff yes, when the bracket is, is final. But uh, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking right now. I like that. I like that. All right, Brandon, real fast. We're, we're running out of time, so we're going to run through this. Uh, Don Mattingly stepped down as the manager. I guess more accurately said that he wasn't planning on re-signing uh, for anybody that was unaware. He was a free agent manager coming up after this, and there were some rumors about whether or not he would be signing again with the Marlins. He made explicitly... Uh, he he said explicitly that that will not be happening. Um, so the Marlins are without a manager next year. And I think that the biggest part of the story here is that the Marlins pitching coach and the man that's developed this phenomenal rotation and these phenomenal young arms, Mel Stoudemire Jr., what happens to him now? If Donnie leaves, does Mel leave? Um, I know Craig Mish has hypothesized him getting a big paycheck going to another team, him getting an even bigger paycheck and going to just manage straight up a college baseball team. A lot of things on the table for him. Uh, obviously, as a Marlins fan, I'm hoping that they throw the entire they give him a blank check and tell him to put down whatever he wants because this guy just makes magic happen, teaches everybody a, a nasty change-up, and all of a sudden all of these guys, um, obviously the younger guys have like a little bit more ups and downs, but like look what he did to Sandy, look what he did to Pablo, Trevor Rogers' rookie year, and then he turned it around a little bit towards the end of this year after a disappointing uh, few months at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's my biggest worry. I don't think this is an attractive job despite some of the things I've seen on Twitter from Major League uh, or from national writers. I don't understand how this is an attractive job outside of the jazz and the Sandys thing. Um, yeah, real quick, Brandon, well, you got anything to weigh in on this? That's interesting. They don't think it's an attractive job because on paper, it should be in the sense that you have two buddy young stars, a great young starting rotation. You're in Miami. Um, but I think the big um, cloud over it is that you don't know if the front office is going to supplement the roster the yes. way it needs to be supplemented. And you're and, in an incredibly competitive division against a bunch of a handful of teams that are spending money and have young talent. Yeah. Uh, so I would say most likely I bet the Marlins hire a guy who's a highly touted, like Joe Espada, who's like the, the Astros, I believe, bench coach, okay. um, who's a highly touted guy, that, maybe someone from the Rays coaching staff. Um, I think they get someone who's like a young analytical guy who's been like on people's uh, similar to what like the Pirates did, they got like that Derek Shelton dude. Yes, I think someone, guy. I think someone like that, someone who's like a young analytics guy. Um, you probably don't see a Girardi uh, if I had a bet or or a veteran, a veteran manager because I don't. I think they probably would not want to put up with like, a questionable think... front office, even though it is a job, a million dollar plus paying yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they'd want to do that um, at this point if they're veteran manager. So I bet you see a young up and coming guy that hopefully can also, I mean, as we I was heard, about to say, supposedly there was some weird vibes in the clubhouse, some weird <laughs> leadership issues. So hopefully it's a guy that can connect with the younger guys as well. The vibes were off Brandon. Yes. That all team <laughs> meeting that happened right before a game that, uh, there's a couple bunch of, a, a bunch of Twitter rumors alleging certain things, but I mean, nothing violent. That sounded so ominous. Yes, <laughs> Don Mattingly smacked John Birdie right in the face. We all know what happened. Um, have you seen Birdie dressed up as Toad from Mario? No, I don't want to see that right now. I'm also angry. Also, that's you. Also, that's you. Um, no, I completely agree. I also just think, from a cultural perspective and from like a locker room perspective, I think bringing in a guy who's full of more youthful energy as opposed to old schools baseball. Uh, I think that's just the right move. I think that's the right move. All right. That's all we're going to talk about that. Um, Brandon, we have Feast or Famine, DeGrom at a week, Feast Fan Questions, an upcoming schedule coming right up. But before we get to that, we have some ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org, or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back, Brandon. And when we come back, you always know we have feast or famine. Da 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 da, feast or famine. Some segments have music. This one does not, for whatever reason. We've written it in our brains, but we have not executed the recording of it. And by we, I mean me. Brandon, give us our feast of the week. 
Oh, my God. Our Feast of the Week is the Zach Granke piece. We're going out of division. Zach Granke, I don't know if you saw, but The Athletic had an amazing piece on uh, on the most cerebral pitcher in the world, Zach Granke. They basically uh, talked to a bunch of Royals teammates uh, that were on the team this year um, to talk about all the great Granke stories. My favorite one was that he apparently has his own personal Uber Eats guy that he like, Yes, pays. I love that one. That was my favorite one, too. Yeah, that he, I guess, pay, hopefully he, he pays a nice bonus to him. There was a guy that he, for whatever reason, took a liking to um, and has uh, since then established a personal relationship where I guess he just has his phone number and, and yeah. is able to just shoot him a text whenever he needs him to go pick up some Chick-fil-A or whatever. Like, I wonder how that works if he's, like, calling the restaurant saying, hey, put in an order for my yes. guy, Matt. And yeah. it goes, hey, Matt, I just put in an order. And Matt's like, I'm in school right now. I was just about to say, what if Matt's not on the clock? You know what I mean? What if I wonder this if is... Matt likes baseball. I wonder if Matt's like a fan. Oh, that's interesting. And so he'll be like, I'll leave my other job to go give Zach Cranky sure. California Pizza yeah, Kitchen or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Brandon, our famine of the week. Uh, we uh, we already addressed this a little bit. Obviously, the hurricane. Um, we we are thinking specifically baseball-y now that we've gotten our emotional hedges, not hedges out of the way, our emotional uh, uh talking points out of the way hope everyone stays safe and dry but we're worried about this Mets Braves series Brandon from a baseball perspective it could seriously impact um, the series that could determine the division quite literally uh, especially with how close these two teams are with the Mets with just a one game lead in the division I uh, I think yeah, I feel a little weird doing this now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I feel like maybe we shouldn't be thinking about baseball with the whole thing. Remembering the tree that fell through a neighbor's house. But this is a baseball podcast. We have to talk about the baseball impacts of certain things. Um, so, yeah, Brandon, if that series gets canceled, I don't know from a logistical perspective how they make that work. Do they move to a neutral site? Yeah, there's some rumors right now that I've been reading. And, and also, you know, it's probably not going to be insane in Atlanta weather-wise. I mean, Florida's definitely going to get the brunt of it. But, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it's possible there's some storms, especially on Saturday. So, I don't know. There's been rumors that it goes to a neutral site. Okay. Um, possible doubleheader on Sunday. We will see. I mean, there might be more information tomorrow when this podcast is released. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. A little... Uh, a little worrisome and uh, and a little a little a little strange, a yeah. little strange for this time of year agree. in this big of a series. Brandon, there's one more famine I threw in here at the very end. We teased this at the top yes. of the show, but the Marlins advertised the final series of the year. It's Braves at Marlins. It's their final home series and the final series for the Marlins, I think, in general. Um, and they are encouraging South Florida's Mets fans to come out to root for the Marlins so that the Braves. <laughs> So that the Braves uh, dropped oh, the division. Uh, I guess when you can't get your own fans to come out, the second best option is to get fans yes. that hate the opposing team in addition yes. to your fans. Yeah. Pretty pathetic, though, that we're at this point of the season now. I mean, I famous. I can't remember the last time I watched a full nine innings of Marlins baseball. I'll tune in for a few innings here and there. I still follow the team, obviously, from an arm's length. But once the Miami Dolphins won three in a row, I don't know if anybody in Miami even remember that we had a baseball team. And... Uh, and I think that this is, I mean, I guess I don't know what else you do. Are you that desperate for tickets that you kind of like solely your reputation? Well, to the they point know of... when the Mets come in town that it's yes. mostly Mets fans anyway. So they're trying yes. to entice that group to come out there. Listen, they're trying to get into the black man. The end of the I year. They're trying to, they're trying to make some extra scratch. I don't like it. It doesn't look good. It's not good optics. It's a little sad. It's a little crappy. Sad but, is a uh, good word. Yes. It's definitely sad. It's sad. Um, but bad business. Yeah. From I don't an know. optics perspective, maybe not from a money perspective. Well, there's no such thing as bad press branded famously. I, I think right. that what I'm assuming is that, or the one exception I would take to this is that if this meant that the Marlins had extra money to spend next year in free agency, if we can get the Trey Turners of the world into the Miami, then, uh, then I don't care. Is Do whatever this Braves Marlins series. Uh, that the Mets fans are attending, are they about to fund Trey Turner to the fish next year? I would, I can't imagine that. When you spend $14 on that corned <laughs> beef sandwich from the kosher, the kosher uh, uh, kiosk at the Marlins Stadium, you're funding Trey Turner to play for the fish, baby. That $14 is, yeah, is going to really be Going a, straight to Trey's wallet. A drop in the bucket to be what it would take to get Trey Turner to stay in Miami, or go to Miami, excuse me. Um yeah, I don't know. It's bad. And another reason to laugh at the Marlins, which I'm kind of fucking sick of, frankly. I I mean, the Dolphins had the butt punt, Brandon. Did you see the butt punt? Yeah, I saw the butt punt. 
Stop laughing in Miami. We won that game. So, I don't know. Yeah, don't do this, I guess. They're getting enough flack on social media from Marlins fans that I can't imagine they will ever do this again. I think that they, they quickly saw that the fan base is outraged, uh, to, to put it lightly. Um, so, I can't imagine they'll do it again. But who knows, Brandon? All right, moving right along. We have our Degrama de Wee. DeGrom of the week, Brandon. Sorry, making a little bit of note here. We have two DeGroms of the week because last year we weren't, or last year, last week we weren't able to give Spencer Strider his uh, his due. He, uh, <laughs> falling apart here at the end of the show. Braves rookie Spencer Strider set an MLB record recording his 200th strikeout of the season and just 130 innings pitched. Brandon, he bested none other than Randy Johnson for the fewest innings to reach 200 strikeouts in a season. Johnson set that record in 2001 with 130.2. So Strider does it uh, in two outs less than Randy Johnson does, but that's all it takes. Shout out to Brent, uh, Spencer Strider. Shout out to at Grant McCulley for all of that information. We appreciate it, Grant. I know you're a big listener of the show, so thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, Brandon, uh, another rookie pitcher, another rookie for the Mets just doing crazy shit. What else? Braves, or the, the Braves, Braves, excuse me, doing crazy shit. What else do you expect at this point from them? Yeah, and then uh, Bryce Elder. Oh, wait, there's another one. Complete. Oh, another Braves <laughs> rookie pitcher doing great stuff. He threw a complete game shutout yesterday, which is two days from when you're listening to this, um, against the Nats. Uh, he's the first time a Braves rookie pitched a shutout since 1990. Which is crazy because all, all that great pitching talent in Atlanta over the years. Nine innings pitch, zero earned runs, six strikeouts. I know it's, it's, it's against the Nats, but uh, still impressive. And the Braves have another pitcher and a young guy to be excited about. Uh, yeah, we'll be interesting to see what the playoff roster for the Braves looks like. I mean, Ian Anderson, I assume, is on the outs. I think he's injured. Spencer Schreider, also injured, though. He has a little yeah. oblique issue. I think he's going to be back for the playoffs. Sounds like he um, Bryce Elders, he sneak his butt in there. Sneak his butt in there. But in there. he I, pitched a little bit in the playoffs last year, I believe, in the World Series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Uh, all right, Brandon. Thank you for our DeGroms of the Week, Braves Nation. We appreciate it. Brandon, we have some Feast fan questions. If you want to write us a question that we'll answer on the pod, shoot us a tweet at NL Feast every Tuesday, I guess now. We're shooting out a tweet asking for questions, fielding questions from our, uh, our listeners uh, that we will read on the show and answer. Peter Pratt, good friend of the show. Um, host of Locked On Marlins asks us which NL East players are eligible for the British and the World Baseball Classic. Brandon, I don't know if you saw this, but Jazz Chisholm Jr. officially announced that he'll be playing for Great Britain in the World Baseball Classic. Um, th- there was one other guy, too. Who was the other guy? There was playing- another guy, yeah. I am blanking on it off the top of my head. Wasn't an NL East guy. Just was a dude. Was a baseball guy. Was named a that dude. I dude. Well, Henry we love- Ford, who's the top prospect, he's on there. Okay, that's good. I also think Henry Ford, the car manufacturer, is going to play for them as I well. Think Harry Ford, Harry Ford, not, <laughs> okay, not right. Harry Ford. Sorry, <laughs> we're both apart here at the end of the show. Um, Brandon, whoa, I don't know any Brits. Peter, I'm sorry. We love the Brits. We were very famously the a top seventy, what top one hundred UK baseball podcast at the beginning of our run of the you know, show. You know who's going to be? Uh, you know, it's it's a bad stereotype that British people have not the best teeth. But mm-hmm. uh, Luis Garcia on the Nationals, not the best teeth. Ugh. I'm saying Luis Garcia on the Nationals, you're going to be playing for Great Britain, my friend. <laughs> okay, um, let's give a compliment for the Brit- the British oh, out okay. there. Now that you um, what are they good at? Colonialism, music. <laughs> imperialism, <laughs> music, <laughs> music, great okay. music. I, I okay. think I I prefer British music over uh, or UK based artists over American artists. I'll say you're it. more of an so. Arctic Monkeys guy, huh? Uh, I am, yes. I am more of an Arctic Monkey guy than I don't know who you're comparing them to. But Yeah, yeah then, uh, then a Fallout Boy, if you will. Yes, exactly, 100%. I, uh, I'm seeing Pavement on Friday, dude. Oh, I saw Pavement, remember? I know, yeah. We talked. Is this the thing? I am very excited. Mainly, I got the ticket for free. Shout out to my bandmate, Danny. Shout out to uh, my band, Ugly Twin. If you didn't know I'm in a band, check <laughs> us out on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, Ugly Twin, U-G-L-Y space T-W-I-N. He is, uh, his partner had a bail, so that left the opportunity for me to slide in and Hell use yeah, that ticket. Dude. Have fun. It, Great show. Thank you. It's at King's Theater. The last show I saw at King's Theater was a live comedy bang bang podcast. So found the, found the dorkiest thing that I could possibly go to a very historic uh, site and see. Uh, blasphemous, if you will. Pavement should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, busy weekend for me, Brandon. We'll get into that later. I, uh, I, uh, what else? Was, what were you just talking about? Help me here. We were talking, oh, it's questions. <laughs> Okay, all right. Michelle L asks, 
Uh, that's at MGW417. Who will be the next manager of the Marlins? Brandon, you said it yourself. I think we kind of agree that while we don't, we don't have names specifically, or I guess you had a few names, a young, analytical, uh, hopefully positive presence in the in the locker room is probably the best option for the Marlins. I say Joe Espada from the Astros. Book it. I'm, Book I'm it, baby. Book it. Book it. And our last question. This man, the most consistent listener of our show, always writing in, always got some questions for us. Alcantara, Cy Young, is he losing it? No. No, this is an exhausted conversation. Let's Okay, Brandon, uh, vamp for a little bit. Let's look at the betting odds when it comes to Cy Young in the National League. Okay, so yeah. So uh, our friend Cassian listed Zach Gallen, Marlon Great, Aaron Nola, Carlos Rodon, Tony Gonsolin as the other options. I don't know. You know, you know what's funny about this is... Uh, a few of these players are not on contenders. It's it's uh, aside from Aaron Nola, Nola and Tony Gonsolin, uh, yeah, not not a lot of uh, contenders on this on this okay. team. But yeah, I think Alcantara, even though he teetered a little bit in the second half, I think he should still be the winner. But what do you got for the odds here? So he's minus three thousand as of uh, two days ago to win. Now, Brandon, do you know what wow. that means? Minus three thousand. Good betting odds. Uh, that means that you would have to bet $3,000 to win $100 in profit. So that well, is good betting on the sense that it's like, he has a good chance, right? It's 30 to one. It's 30 to one. Yeah. 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 So he's going to win it. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas yeah. always knows who's second. Who's second. Who do you think second? You have any guesses? Uh, Tony Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin's a good guess. No. Julio Urias is actually, Oh, oh plus okay. 2000. Zach Allen plus 2000. Max Fried plus 5,000. And then we get to the real long shots. Spencer Strider, Tony Gonsolin, Aaron Nola, Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz is on this list. Um, Corbin Burns and Max Scherzer. Um, yeah, I, but I mean, Julio Urias is plus 2,000, which means if you bet $100, you win $2,000. So, wow. yeah, that's that's just not going to happen. Um, all right, Brandon, that's it for our questions. And we have arrived to your segment, Brandon. You own this segment. You kill it every time. Hit us with the upcoming schedule. What can we expect right. to see this week the in the Mets National are, League? are wrapping up their Marlins series, and then they're playing the Bravos, the big series. This is for all the marbles. This is what our podcast has been leaning up to. Yes. Play them, hopefully, in Atlanta. Uh, and then the Braves, uh, after they wrap up Nationals in Washington, they're playing the Mets. Uh, Phillies are playing the Cubs in Chicago. They're done playing home home series. They're all away from here. Phillies playing all the away. Cubs in Chicago and the Nationals in Washington. I think they're playing the Astros to close up the year, but uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, I think um, you're right. That, that is a typo. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> a, a tough ending to the to the Phillies. Uh, season, uh, Marlins are playing the Brewers after this Mets series wraps up. And as you said, Nats playing Braves and Phillies. I don't need to ask you, dude. It's the Braves and Mets is the, the Braves big series. It's for all the marbles, most likely. 100%. Phillies-Astros is interesting um, just because the Phillies may still be fighting to be in the wild card, the National Wild Card, National League Wild Card. God damn it. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's hands down Mets-Braves. That's going to decide our division. We love when September, late September, early October baseball comes down to this. This is what we want. This is what we, we it's what we pay the big bucks to see, Brandon. Um, it's hopefully all of our fans or listeners, I hate the word fans, all of our listeners are tuning into the show. Uh, and by show, I mean uh, the series. I'll be tuning into the series. We'll be checking it out. We'll be talking about it on next week's show. Um, I actually thought uh, a really fun series would be uh, Phillies Cubs. <laughs> no good. I don't like that. No also, good. just to just to be clear, there's a there's one game left tomorrow in a bunch of these series. We yes. neglected to include those just because you know it doesn't make sense as much. But yes, those yes. are the big series that you'll be watching this week. All right, Brandon, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking us out. Brandon, tell the lovely people out there where they can find you. Well, first off, as we wrap up, the Braves did win tonight. So if the Mets lose, they're going to be tied, baby. Mets are losing 6-3, to three, bottom of the eighth, two outs. Richard Blyer uh, is is yelling <laughs> at the ump because he uh, balked. So, uh, yeah, I got to see that clip later. Uh, but, yeah, you can find me at Brando Grosso on the social medias. Where can they find you? Find me at NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the show at NL Feast on Twitter. Like we said earlier in the show, we ask for some questions every every week. And if you want to submit a question, that's the place to do it. Shoot us an email, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Still haven't cracked that password just yet. It's been about two months trying to remember what the password is to the email. But if you uh, if you shoot us uh, an email, we will read it eventually and we'll read it on the show. Uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Any review that you leave, we will read so long as it isn't her. Horrendous and awful. Brandon, we've done it. I got to stop doing these these busy Tuesdays. I need to redo my schedule because what happens is I, I work 
Then I, I leave work at 5 o'clock to go 5.15 to go to the gym. I leave the gym at 6.30, come home at 7, try to throw in a, throw in a meal, throw in a shower, and do the rundown before we record at 8.30, and I just am always this late. This is you, I'm, man. You you sacrificed it all for, for football. Thank you. Yeah, listen, sometimes things have to be done. Uh, yeah, I was going to say maybe after this Thursday game we'll go back to Thursdays, but I just can't. I can't do that, Brandon. Come on. What are we doing here? We got we got to be multi-sports boys. We got to be multi-sports boys. I'm a one-sport boy until the Mets break my heart. You're a one-sports boy and that one-sports boy. Anything else before we get out of here, my friend? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye.